Hello and welcome to another episode of Bros 3 Podcast for April 17th, Easter Sunday. And how are you doing, fam? I say, how are you doing? Uh, fun fact, I just checked my quote-unquote smartwatch to see the date and it just told me I'll be ovulating soon. So, uh, <laughs> Easter Sunday, new renewal, I guess that's a... That's a, a good thing i guess yo but uh oddly enough hey have y'all heard about this new male birth control i feel like that was a hacky intro like a terrible comedy special like you know they got the new uh birth control has anybody heard about that and anybody heard about that but no they i guess apparently they got birth control for men well they're working on it and they seem like it's super effective i don't know how effective but you know i i personally i think is i've always asked that question like it's 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 time you know what i'm saying not trying to change nobody's mind but look you got transgendered men or whatever look, or whatever i'd rather let me take control of my birth <laughs> i don't say birth canal but let, let me have a say in it right because Guys didn't have no choice or nothing. You know, you got caught slipping, you got caught slipping. You got, you know, you made people, you know, but hey, yeah, give me a birth control pill. I'd take it, you know, I, cause you know, women be like, oh, well, if you don't want to have a kid, why don't you have a vasectomy? No need, baby, I'm taking the pill. And yes, when I say I would take the pill, I would take it. I'd take yours if you didn't want it. You gonna finish your pill, I'm gonna take it. I mean, I know his brother's gonna be out there cause man, we silly. You know, young guys, they're going to be out there snorting pills. And see, the only problem is now, if you see a guy with a whole bunch of kids, not only is he possible, I think the young ladies call them F-boys, but, I mean, he's doing it by choice. You dig what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sorry, my brain kind of shut down. I said, but yeah, no, I think, man, look, I, man, we, you know, we just, we need to take our bodies back. Our body, our choices for once. I, and I, I'm okay with that. Um, I don't know, thinking about Easter and thinking about Jesus and relate in the religion and stuff. I mean, how would you square that with if you was Joseph? You know, Mary say she. She a virgin. She ain't never known a man. And you be like, well, I'm on the pill. So explain to me who the stranger is. You know, I, I, I'm not going to keep playing with God like that, especially so close to, well, I guess it's the, he, he arose. So this is his tribulation. He was going through that thing, like right about now, just sitting sitting up in that cave, right? Well, I, I'm recording on Saturday. So technically, he's still holding down. He's waiting to bust up out of that. I feel like busting loose. Busting loose. But can I just say, in my personal opinion, no, it's not a personal opinion. It's just the truth. Look, being religious is not a personality. I won't say it again. Being religious is not a personality. I know people on the Facebook and the Instagram, you post whatever you want to. The world is your oyster, baby. Do you, boo boo. Get all your likes, shares, and subscribes. I'm not, I'm not trying to change it. You be who you is. But just looking at it, I there's a there's a person I know, right? But no, I, I know of them. How about that? I knew them when I was a teenager. You know, when the internet first happened, 
you know, social medias and stuff. You saw a name, you kind of knew, they kind of remembered you. Y'all became friends. So you kind of watched them throughout the years, right? This woman, one thing she does is post the religious, the spiritual. The, and I'm not talking about anything that's controversial. Just, yo, know, Matthew 3.16, not John. John 3.16, so for God so loved the earth and, you know, he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever should believe in him should not perish, have everlasting life. Okay, well, that's one of the ones everybody know. That ain't got no meat and bones to it. It ain't got nothing. I mean, yeah, it's the it's the bridge version of Christianity. Everybody know that, right? And then you might, you know, but throw in some, there's some juicy ones up in there, you know, like uh, there's some wild stuff in the Bible. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you dig a little deeper, you know, like there's something to be said. What, what story is that? Watch my mom get mad. Uh, Noah. Yeah, Noah with the art, right? Like, there's, if you keep going, I have a friend who, he wasn't religious, but spiritual, but he, he, he had a girlfriend that was spiritual religious. He had people around him that was spiritual and religious. They weren't knowing about it. So what he would do is just read the Bible. Basically, he read the whole Bible out of spite to point out things that, you know, Christians, we can't, they can't overlook. So then he got to, you know, the Noah, was that in the first five books? I want to say they, they call that something. The first five books, the the Decas something. I don't know. But anyway, he was like, yo, did you read the Bible? I read parts of it. I skimmed through it. <laughs> he was like, yo, you know what happened after Noah? You know, after the water subsided? I was like, yeah, I, I know what happened. He was like, oh, you do? I said, yeah. He said, well, did you know? I'm not going to ruin it for you. You go out there and read it for yourself. I was like, yeah, wow, that's wild. And he was like, yeah, I can't wait to tell the Christians this. And I was sitting there and we told the guy, basically once the water subsided or whatever, Noah and his family was on the boat. They came off the boat. I'm sorry, ark. Came off the ark, right? And they were like, yo, it's dry. Well, you know, the water subsided. Let's have a party, right? And Noah, he, you know, he's like me. He tied one on. He didn't take it off. Basically, what I'm saying, we started drinking. He started drinking, drinking. Noah wasn't playing around. You know, and maybe, maybe Noah discarded his robe. You know what I'm saying? Threw his robe off. He's like, whoa, baby. Like, they thought we weren't going to make it, but we came this far by faith. Look at me out here <laughs> on this dry land, walk around, <laughs> stomping in that mud, right? At the campfire, whatever, and his daughter was laughing, like, <laughs> you know, he out there, you know, toe up to the floor, right? So I think his sons brought him in his. Brought him into the uh, you know tent, or whatever. And they were like, "Shame on y'all! I should be laughing at the old man. He was out there getting his two step and his rope, whatever." He woke the next morning with a hangover. He was like, "Oh, you, you out here like this? You got me on the Snapchat, Instagram with my with my robe over my head." Yeah, he cursed him out. He banished him or something like that. No, that don't sound right. <laughs> I think there was more to that story. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, but being a Christian is not uh, being religious. Believing in something is not a personality trait. Perfect example. Like, okay, you brush teeth every day. Does somebody want to see you post every day? I brushed my teeth today. Still got all 32 of them. Anybody trying to see that? Yeah, look, this is a picture of my canines. Dude, okay. Look at my gum line out here. They wish they won't even do it. Anybody trying to see that, man? Now, <laughs> I realize I don't know what I expect from this person, but it's just... That seems very unfulfilling. Like, dude, there are 365 days in a year. 
you know, 366 on the leap year. You got 24 hours a day. Nothing happens in your life other than Jesus. That sound real blasphemous, but you get what I'm saying. You got a personality. Something makes you upset. Something makes you smile. Talk about that or don't, I guess. You 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 got a choice. You don't have to. I guess I misproved my own point. I talked myself out of seeing things that person's way. That's fine. That's that's what podcasts are. That's not even a little bit what they're for. All right. So that topic is done. I will say this though. I don't I, I I come to these realizations. I don't know if they're brilliant or they're the ramblings of a of a person, but I think based on my personal experiences, if you like someone enough, like you ignore red flags. Okay, now just hear me out on this one. I'm sure everyone, men and women, they've had relationships that didn't work out right and maybe the signs were there all along like in the beginning of the relationship the signs were there but when you caught up in the whirlwind of it you don't see it but looking back on it or you tell somebody else the situation after they'll be like oh you didn't see that was a red flag i'm like no i didn't know how, how, how can i say that was a red flag or sometimes you see them I mean, and you're like oh that's a red flag but you know we're different i'm different i can change this person or we can work past that. And then you, you hit the same snack. Um, An older person, let's say 50s, no, 60s. For some reason, 50 ain't old to me no more. Person in young, early 60s, they were telling me about like the one that got away, you know? And they were saying that, yo, moved away and, you know, we lost touch and then, you know, this person scoured the phone book looking for me, you know? And like, now that sounds, you know, to 2022, that sounds creepy. But if you like a person, I'd be like, wow, you went through a phone book looking for me? Like, it's like, wow, that's a level of dedication that most people wouldn't do. Most people ask around town, hey, you seen Johnny? No, okay. <laughs> if you see him, tell him I'm looking for him. Oh, by the way, young people, a phone book, uh, it was kind of like our Google, but it was made out of paper. So it was a book. It was pretty thick, depending on where you live. And everyone who had a phone line, a landline is what we called them, their number would be in this book. By alphabetical order, usually. Um, thing is, not everybody put their they phone in their actual name because some people have bad credit. So, you know. But anyway, there was a two sections, no, it was three sections, I think. There was a white page, which was the white pages, which was your residential. The yellow pages, um, you could look by section. I mean, you could look by subject. And then you had your red pages. Your red pages was like, if you knew the name of a business, but you didn't know the number, you can go straight to the red pages and find your business. But if you was just looking for, let's say, a handyman, I don't think they have handyman anymore. But, you know, okay, you, you're looking for... Dog groomers. You're looking for a dog groomer, but you ain't know no dog groomers. What, what would you do? You turn to the yellow page, you go to pet groomers or maybe the D's for dog groomers, boom, you find you a whole bunch of section of dog groomers. Anyway, that was what phone book was. It was like Google, but it was printed on paper. 
Some people will say that's a red flag. You mean you tell me you drove all around town looking specifically for me. The thing is, what would you have done if you went at by my house, but I wasn't there? I don't know. I ain't think that far ahead. I was motivated by passion. You know, I had somebody tell me once um, they want to what wear my skin, and I, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Like, you want to like a hug? Is that what you're Like, no, I want to like see through your eyes. I say, you mean you want to see the world and like see how, how my brain works? I'm like, no, I just want to see through your eye holes. Like, I want to wear your skin and see through your eye holes. And I was like, how does that work? <laughs> Am I still in my skin? Are we sharing my skin? Have you skinned me? And you wear me as an ill-fitting onesie? They said, I don't know, but that's just how I feel. And I was like, wow, that's, that's really dope. <laughs> like, I didn't realize that. You know... Maybe that was a red flag. Possibly. I, you know, and the bad thing is, once you tell people that, like, no, like, well, I don't know. The red flag is subjective, right? I mean, I'm still sitting there with my skin, so basically, she was just talking. She ain't really like me. <laughs> I'm sitting here with all my skin, and she said she wanted to skin me. Huh? She got no follow through. It wasn't going to work out in the first place. Or not. I don't know. Maybe that's just me tempting fate. I don't know. Um, but you know, women serial killers, they out there. Um, I wrote down, women want equality, dot, 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 start with your winter coat. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Somehow the transition goes, you know, if equality, right? I took Zion out to go get a winter coat. That's how old this thought was. And we was in the coat section, went to Brothers Coat Factory. I'm sitting there with my daughter. We're sitting there looking at the coats, right? I'm uh, all here with the cute girl coats. And they got like some little pea coat, some little bubble coat, uh, bubble coat, what we call them. Like, it looks like a big parka. Like, it looks like, it like you like the Michelin Man if you're wearing it. I don't know what the cool kids call it no more, but we call it a bubble coat. Wearing a bubble coat. Zion put all these coats on. I just keep looking at the material. Like, I'm rubbing the material. She's like, why are you funneling the coats. I'm like, look, this is just cheap material. Like, you know, young ladies, y'all can't, y'all, you know, can't be out there in the sub-zero was with this coat. I'm rubbing the material. I'm just shaking my head in disapproval. I was like, you know what? You're not buying these cute little coats. She's like, I like this one. Yeah, but it don't cover up your navel. Like, put that coat down. It's fur. No, it's not. It's faux fur. Like, no animal down. You can't keep an animal warm with it. Your body temperature going to drop. I said, let's go over here, right? We'll go over there and grab a call heart. Car, car heart, C-A-R-H-A-R-T. It's a work jacket. Like when you see a lumberjack or something, they wearing car heart or dickies. You know, you know this is made for subdermal, extraterrestrial temperatures, man. Like this ain't this ain't this ain't your mama's coat. What I'm trying to tell you, this ain't the coat you gotta hold it to the side and hope you don't catch the hawk in your chest. No, this is a coat, right? She was like, "Damn, I don't want to wear that coat. That coat ugly." Look, just put this coat on. You tell me if you don't want it. If you don't want it, we'll go back to the cute coats. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no problem with that. She put the coat on and she did the thing that women do. Like she wrote out like, oh, dad. I was like, yeah, I know. Look at you. Your body, your core temperature rise a little bit, huh? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, dad, I want this coat. But yes, we're going to buy this coat. And guess what? It was cheaper. So I'm just saying, women, look, you ain't always got to be the life of the party. You could wear you a coat that keeps you warm. And guess what? When you unzip the coat, bam, then you get them. You ain't got to be walking, you know, running across the street from the club, you know what I'm saying, cold or something. 
walking like chilly willy. You know what I'm saying? No, man, just get you a coat. Keep your body temperature in. You, and then once you get in there, boom, you take the coat off. A guy ain't got to know what his gift is before he unwrap it. If you decide to gift a man like that. You dig what I'm saying? Okay, cool. Now, <laughs> I have these random thoughts. And what I do is I jot them down. And I make a podcast. And hopefully people like it. Some people don't. You know, that's, the, that's the draw the dice. Right? I was heating up some food in the microwave. Right? I was just taking some leftovers. You know what you do. You put it in the microwave. You hit. See, I don't need my food piping out. I don't. Just knock the chill off of it. You know, like minute and a half, you know what I'm saying? You know, something like that. Just, just, just enough to get the, get the hawk up off of it. You know what I'm saying? Get the knock the frost off of it. Now, I want it a little warm, but it's a microwave. If I bite into it, it's a little cold spot and I ain't tripping. You know, okay, cool. I just got to mix it up a little bit better. Every woman, I used to be married, and I feed my daughter. Used to make, you know, a place for my mom. Women. Every woman... I've ever given them a play to. Normally, I go up there and I hit the button. You know, hit the start button, at least on mine. Hit the start button. Every start press is 30 seconds. Beep, beep, beep. I hit three times. Da, da, da. Right? <laughs> that was a bad sound effect for a microwave. But boop, boop, boop. Three times. Get a minute, you know, a minute and a half. And I don't, you know, I might, I might grab the plate, whatever. If I get it in front of a woman, it never fails. Uh-uh, this ain't hot enough. Like, they want to see the steam rising off the plate. So, typically, I go in there, hit it maybe, you know, give it to four. You know, something like that. Really get the get the, the microwave, the radiation up in that. You dig what I'm saying? Like, yeah, when it won't, they play the food as high as it was when it came from the restaurant. When it came from sizzling fajitas, they want that plate to be sizzling. They want the fajita to maintain the sizzleability. I feel like that was a word. Sizzles. They want they want that same feeling. Well, guys, every and I so so once I have a thought, sometimes I I, I ask some guys like, yo man, when you microwave your food, you need to be super hot. You just need to just knock the chill off. For some reason, guys get real weird about asking questions like that. Like what? Say, so, man, when you heat up your food, like do you need it to be super hot or just you know just just warm enough? And it <laughs> about two three guys eyeballed me like, why you want to know? I just hey, just hey, just ask him. <laughs> like I make fun of them because they want warm food. Ain't nothing wrong with warm, warm food. But most of the guys are like, you know, it's, I mean, you know, it's, I, as long as it's warm, like I'm, I'm good enough. I don't need it to be hot. I think that's what it is with dating. Sometimes, like guys, we we'll, we don't mind like some rough edges. You know, okay, cool. Right? A little frozen milk, you cold hearted. I mean, well, okay, cool. Maybe we can work around that. You know, the carrots are warm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, maybe it's a cold spot than me okay cool we can we can work around that no big deal women want hot they want it hot like a little caesar's pizza they got to be charming tall have all your teeth make good money pay for everything good listener give them space when they want to smother them but don't smother them you know like that ain't me i'm like hey i mean you know she she reliable <laughs> we treat relationships like 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 work cars. Hey man, might not be pretty to look at, but she reliable. Like I ain't never went out there not once. And she ain't never. That's oh, you know, she let me do what I want to do. Like that's I don't know if that's a good way to look at relations, but I, I think that's 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 not far off, I think. Um But also I know I know guys can be gross, right? I had a homie. <laughs> I had a homie that 
I'm gonna tell you this story, and if you got a weak stomach, then hey, I'm with you on this. But it's not gross, gross. All right. I had a homie. He was a white guy, and what he would do is he would take pictures of his poop, and he would send them to me. <laughs> and like so, we'd be at work, or whatever. He'd go use the bathroom, and you know my phone would vibrate. <laughs> And then it's like, and well, sometimes he'll wait till I come out like, you check your phone recently? I said, no. He said, yo, check your phone. I check it, it was, a, it was a text from him. And he was basically watching my facial expression. I'm like, dude, why would you send me this? It's a picture of your business in the toilet. Why would you send that to me? Well, the reason he sent it to me was because first he knew I was gonna be disgusted by it, right? As anyone would be. But then he had the added bonus of, Whenever I erase the picture on my previous phone, I would have to touch the picture for it to like erase. And then they were like, are you sure you want to erase this picture? So basically it just made his day to not only see me recall in horror at this three foot monster he left in the toilet, but he like, I would sit there and, and be dry heaving because I had to touch the picture enough for the picture to vibrate for me to throw in the garbage. So, you know, Maybe the warm food analogy ain't the best, but that that's, you know, I don't know. I did my taxes, transition. I did my taxes a couple weeks ago. And I'm, I think it's about time everyone did them, but I'm not really sure with the COVID rules, they changed some stuff around. I did my taxes and one of the questions was, hey, did we give you that $1,400? Uh, that we gave everybody doing stimulus. And I don't know if you like me, but when it comes to owing black people money and you don't remember, then no, you ain't paid me. And honestly, to be fair, I didn't remember, right? <laughs> you know, that was like last March. That was well, March before last, man, that was a whole year and a half. They are like, yo, just imagine like some, hey man, did I give you that $1,400 I said I was gonna get? Nope. Mm-mm. I was about to ask you when you was going to give it to me. I, was, I mean, I wasn't going to track you down. You brought it up. No, you ain't give it to me, right? So I'm doing my taxes. Like, yo, did I give you that $1,400? I was going to get you. Hell no. No, run me my money, man. I got the, no. Uh-uh. So then I hit, no, y'all ain't give me the money. And then it's going to like, are you sure we didn't give you that $1,400 that we gave everybody else in the country? Not to my knowledge, no. He said, you might want to check your record. Look, man, I checked my records. My records is my bank account. I ain't got 1400 in it. So no, please, man, please have my money. Please and thank you. Well, apparently, so, and then, but see, I'm, I asked my mom, cause I don't know. I'm like, mom, yo, you know, when they was giving out all that money to everybody, I, I didn't get no money, right? Did I? I ain't get no money. She was like, yeah, you got that. I'm like, I don't remember. I ain't buy no gold teeth. I ain't got no, I ain't got no recording studio. And what, what I do with the 1400? Like, let me know. She's like, you don't remember you did this, that, that. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. You know, mom said, and I went to go back. This is an honest thing. I went to go back to change it, but it was already processed and stuff. But before, before they gave me that money, they did check it. <laughs> hey, man, you you did get that. I, I was trying to tell y'all, y'all had gay, because I don't want no smoke with the IRS. What the Bible said, give unto Caesar which is Caesar. This is Easter Sunday. Look, I, look. Uh-uh, give me, give me mine. Caesar can have his once I get mine. I'm going to Little Caesars, get some breadsticks, some stuff. I don't know. 
I will say this. <laughs> Bad transition, but hopefully another funny thought. Sometimes while I'm in stores, right, I go shopping for stuff like people do. I actually do it more now because people won't squeeze on me and kill me. But I'm, I'm still masked up, though, you know. But anyway, I have to go there a lot now because I have a cat. Well, Zion has a cat. He lives in the house. I'll tell you about that later. A lot of times I'm very, <laughs> I'm very not worried, but maybe I think too much about the stuff that I'm buying. Okay, so I remember I was making dinner and Zion told me bring out dog food. Okay, cool, not a problem. Well, I was making tacos that day. So shoot to the store real quick. I grab a shell of tacos and I grab a can of dog food. Now, everyone's in line, they buying their stuff. Right, they going, they, they buying whatever they buy. As I put the stuff in front of the cashier lady, I happen to notice I got like taco shells and dog food. Now, <laughs> in my brain, I already put together this woman think I'm homeless and I'm about to put this dog food on these taco shells. I mean, she know, I mean, I'm just looking at it like, that's the only conclusion. If you come in here and you buy taco shells and dog food, you homeless and you're about to make dog food tacos. She rang up two items and I don't know why I just had to say like, I'm not gonna eat dog food and, and with the taco shells. And she looked at me like, oh, okay. And now I'm thinking because I said it out loud, she know that's definitely what I'm about to do, but there's nothing I can do to change her mind otherwise. The fact I said I wasn't gonna do it, she's like, oh no, he's totally gonna do it. And I can't, I can't. <laughs> like the more you try to convince somebody you're not gonna do it, the more they're like, he's totally, I do, he's totally gonna do it. The reason I say that is because when you see certain things, it just it it your brain go, okay, perfect example. Certain pieces of clothing have a bad connotation. It's like there's nothing inherently wrong with that piece of clothing, but just because of your what experiences with it might be a bad word i'm pretty sure people are gonna make fun of me but because of your experiences with this piece of clothes it's a bad piece of clothing or just the connotation around it um i was what was that i was at a restaurant it was a fast food restaurant but i was eating in for some reason and a man came in with a trench coat on i mean you know it was open <laughs> <laughs> so I saw the trench coat, and honestly, when he walked by, he was he was a white guy, you know, uh, what, how, uh, let's see, middle age, maybe, middle age-ish, had a trench coat on, he had like a nice shirt on, some slacks, some, some wingtip shoes, you know, just a white guy, you know, no biggie, and he went to the, to the front or whatever, and I just... I saw the trench coat and I was like, man, that guy must have a lot of confidence to wear a trench coat. Because like, okay, right now, yeah, you're wearing your shades, you know, you got your, the, the trench coat open, but as soon as if the wind gusts by you and you pull a trench coat close to you, you look like a pervert. That's just the connotation, like you look like a flasher. You know, yeah, I see that you got pants, legs, and shoes on it, but how I know those actually pants, legs, and shoes. How I know you just didn't cut the legs off of some pants and sew them to the bottom of your trench coat. That way when you flash people, they even more uh, dismayed because they knew up and down you had pants on under your trench coat. 
Maybe those ain't the thoughts you're supposed to have at Taco Bell, but same time, you had Taco Bell with trench coat on. Like, none of this, none of this is making sense to me. Like, if you wear nice clothes and a trench coat, why aren't you in a nice restaurant where you can hang your trench coat up? Like, why are you, why are you so attached to the trench coat? And I know this is the part where people say, Tony, why are you so infatuated with the trench coat? Well, because I had a trench coat, all right, as a teenager. <laughs> I didn't do nothing nefarious with it, but I was one of the good ones with a trench coat. And hold on, not just I was one of the good ones with a trench coat, I had a bomb trench coat. When I say bomb trench coat, okay, just peep the scene right back in my day, right? Uh, let's see. See, I was about 16, something like that. So 1996, right? Had this trench coat, leather trench coat. And when I say trench coat, I'm talking about uh, shaft. You dig what I'm saying? Like shaft, trench coat, leather, full length. I think that, I don't know if that's what women call their fur coat. It was long. It was a long coat, right? Felt like Batman. I ain't gonna lie to you. I had this long permed hair, man. You couldn't tell me nothing, man. I just, I just, even though the coat was too big, I was a thin guy. I felt. <laughs> like women saw me, they were like, oh my God, yes. Watch me as I pimp with my too big coat on. You better watch yourself, baby girl. You better watch yourself, right? Had this coat on. So me and my homies and, and my brother number two, had long perm hair too, was out there <laughs> getting it, right? We went to this, we went to the mall first, right? 16, my homie had a van, so it's like, my three homies, me and bro number two. So we walk around the mall. Really wasn't nothing to do, you know. After that, we're walking back to the van because my homie drove. Now there's a white couple in front of us, man and woman. And now I, I tell my homies, I'm like, because we're walking behind them. There's five, six black people and two white people. I'm like, yo, man, we're probably scaring them right now. So I'm like, man, we should pimp hard just to scare them even more, right? So we walking, you know what I'm saying? And the white people, they kind of scurried to their car and locked the doors. We were like, ah, look at it, we scared to All right. So after that, we had something called the dollar movie, right? The dollar movie is what they would do, is take a movie that was at the movie theater. And after they made its initial run, its initial amount of money, it been out for a little bit, they went to the dollar show. So you can go there, you pay a dollar, you can see a movie, right? Maybe a dollar fifty, I can't remember. So, they had a movie. What movie was playing? Two movies was playing. I can't remember because there's only two, two movie theaters, two, two shows playing. I want to say one was like "Don't Be a Menace" to, while drinking your juice in the hood, something like that. And the other one I want to say was either Blade or Constantine, something like, some along those, those lines, right? So, um, my homies want to go see the hood movie. You know, one of those hood movies. I don't know if it's a parody of a hood movie or whatever. I was like, I don't want to go see. I want to see Blade Two or Blade One, whatever it was. Plus, I got my trench coat on, man. Like, if the movie ain't about me, who's it about? Right. So we in line. My three homies, hood dudes, they go see the the, the, the gangster movie. Me and my bro buy two tickets to go see whatever movie that was. Now behind me, I hear it. A woman and a dude. They together, they're a couple. <laughs> I realized both of us were meant the same thing. I stand by that. 
they're a couple they're together they love each other apparently because the woman is saying whatever guy let's just call him ronnie ronnie look don't start that tonight and ronnie's uh, i could hear ronnie behind us like man those some dope ass coats man them coats look dope ass coats and his woman she's older she's like ronnie don't start that not tonight now i'm listening because <laughs> i hear a jack like he, this boy contemplating if he gonna you know, swoop up and get my my blade slash uh pimp name slip back coat brother number two is oblivious to the whole situation and he's like man look at me think you won't get got <laughs> man i'm about to get the and she like ronnie look you took me out to the movie like come on don't don't not come on not tonight don't don't do this she's like all right <laughs> and then the thing is my scary homies went to the the, the hood movie i'm going to go see blade or whatever he was like yeah two tickets to go see blade i'm like oh lord he and he walked behind like yep <laughs> this movie man i'm about to give me two coats right i'm over here shaking like booty meat the thing is we ain't had cell phones i couldn't send no text talk about yo come to the movie that is about to be a situation we watched the movie the whole time i can't enjoy it because i just know at any moment like once we leave out this thing i'm i'm, I'm losing my coat you know what I'm saying? Pro number two, I don't know what's going on. So after we get out the movie, whatever, find my homies. We got to go ASAP Rocky. Like I'm like they like what's going on? I tell you in the bus in the band. We got to go. Bro number two just oh that was a great movie. I I quite enjoyed myself. The the theater has always been my favorite. Dude, get in the car, man. Like it's about to be a situation, right? So anyway, I'm telling bro number two like you didn't hear Ronnie and this girl like Ronnie like bit. Ronnie's girl begging him not to not to rob us. Like, was that Ruffin uh, trying to abscond with my coat? Yes, brother number two. It almost, it almost went down. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I know, I know. But as I got older, I was just sitting there thinking, like, maybe Ronnie was about that life. You know, maybe he was. But what you give is what you get. I decided to try to get on white folk in the mall parking lot just because I was like, yes, look at me, I'm scary as the wind billows my coat and my perm <laughs> blows effervescently in the wind, I might be the vampire in Brooklyn. You don't know what I might do. Hide your woman, right? Somebody behind me like, well, I'm Van Helsing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was trying to say Van Helsing, the vampire hunter, but I messed that up. <laughs> my mouth, my mouth said in reverse. See, yeah, yeah, Van Helsing, Van Helsing. Okay, for everybody who's making fun of me, like how many times you had to say that word like in the last year, right? For me to pull that out just off the rip, that's pretty amazing. So, you know, there's that. Uh, what else? Mm, I don't know, man. Um, oh, speaking of Ronnie and his, and his, his girlfriend, who she must have been a good girl. She tried to save her. I'm gonna tell you this. There's something that's been gnawing at the back of my brain for like it doesn't really get me until I'm till it comes in my face. <laughs> Pause. Um every now and then I'm hanging out with a couple, like a man and a woman. But it's not just a couple, it's a couple who really are into each other right they're in a relationship a committed relationship that's a big difference they're in a committed relationship and you know things are going good that's also very important 
I, whenever those two people, whenever I'm around both of them, they, it's one couple, just for record, it's one couple, but they really like each other. They still look at each other with the googly eyes and, you know, they starting their life together and everything is guns and roses, peaches and cream, peaches and herb, whatever. They look at each other and they, they always want to tell me the story about how they met. Now, I got no problem with that. I don't. I mean, you know, if I hear it once, that's fine. If I hear it twice, okay, I'll fake interest, but I know I know the beats of your story. Right? And also, it's not really a, a spectacular story, right? But okay, if you tell me your story three times, I look at it like you didn't care enough to remember you told me the story. So now I gotta say and listen. Now I'll be polite, but at the same time, the story feels practice. Okay, so what happened was I'm sitting there. And I don't know if I asked how they met. I don't really feel like something I would ask, but maybe I did, right? Now, how did y'all meet? And it's like, oh, it's the greatest story, right? The woman starts off on the story, oh, well, we were this, and we were in the same class, and this, that, and other. And, you know, I'm doing the thing. I'm not at the appropriate times. Like, you know, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that does happen sometimes. And then he told his part of the story. They practiced this, right? Well, I was in there, and I was in his grade, and I was going to sharpen my pencil. And he like, at that time, I was learning how to color and, 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 and write in cursive. And this, that, that. I didn't even know she existed. Blah, 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 right? And I'm like, oh, okay, now they're him, right? And he was like, and then I had to go walk into the classroom. She telling her side of the story. And I come to the room, and I see him. At that point, he kicks in, and I saw her, and this, that. Now, it's like, dude, this feels really, really rehearsed, and I don't even like what's going on. And the whole time, the guy's looking at me, right? I'm looking at him at the proper time. I'm fake laughing when I'm supposed to laugh. Looking at her, like, oh, oh will y'all not get together? Well, spoiler alert, y'all both sitting in front of me, right? But fine. And I guess <laughs> he saw he was losing his audience after I've heard this story the third time. And, like, so he's looking, and, like, I just kind of cut a glance at him when I was not supposed to look at him. And he looked like he was like, oh, we losing the crowd, namely me, like, oh no. So then he he go tell her, you're not telling it right. And then he kind of jumped in and took both sides. And to me, it's like, you're not trusting your partner. But now I look at her to see what her reaction is. And like, she's looking at him like, save the story. <laughs> we can win them back. Like, dude, y'all together. It don't matter if I like your story, if I dislike your story. It's like, your story is not that interesting in the first place. And guess what, spoiler alert, y'all made people. Like, okay, fine. There's a person right there. Y'all, okay, you're fine. You're happy. I get it. <laughs> and not like their happiness was rubbed in my face. It's like, okay, name, okay, this is just a mental exercise. I don't want you to do it, but just think about it. <sighs> how many, when you ask your friends, how they meet? Like, who has a great story? You know, like, there's not really much to it. Um, okay, well, how did you meet? Oh, well, I was in college and I was studying this. She was in college and she was studying this. Blah, 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 blah. There's nothing exciting about that. There's no action. Now, if I told you, you say, Tony, how'd you meet your little girlfriend? Oh, man, what's the funny story? Um, she told me she wanted to wear my skin like a human suit. Now, I didn't know what that meant. So here I am in her basement, right? <laughs> and I'm like, will she or won't she? I don't know. She looks at me and she's like, hey, did you used to have a trench coat? Like, no, but if you want to, you can make my skin to a trench coat. And I'm like, <laughs> here we are. Like, and Tony, why don't you have skin? Well, funny story, she made my skin to a suit. Like, that might be an interesting story. 
because apparently, uh, presumably, she'll be in prison, right? She scammed me. We still paying pals. She'll get out pretty soon, and we're going to make it work. As long as she gave me my skin back. I don't know, but like most beating people relationship stories are not bomb. I mean, okay. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm going on tangent here. I was going to say maybe Popeye and Bluto, because, you know, every time, not every time, but, you know, a lot of times, either olive oil was with Bluto or they both was trying to get with her. Now, that would be a decent story. Like, Papa, how'd you meet Oliver? Oh, well, it's a great story. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so here I am walking down the street and some bum asks me for, what, a cheeseburger. He says, I gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. And I said, get out of here, you bum. Right? So there I am, fighting Ludo. <laughs> I'm hitting him with a left. I'm hitting him with a right. I'm hitting him so hard, my hands are turning into, to what? Sledgehammers. Ping, ping, ping. And then, like, he grabs me and he throws me against the wall and he punches me and I'm in the ground. And all of a sudden, I grab me spinach and I squeeze it, goes in my pipe. <laughs> Next thing you know, my arms are turning two tanks, two battles of Navarone. And I almost killed Bluto. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and now you with olive oil. That Now that would be a story I'd listen to. Hmm. All right, so, let's see. All right, so I guess, the, <laughs> I, I don't know where to go from there. All right, um, I guess that'd be episode of Bro 3 Podcast. Uh, I love y'all. I miss talking to y'all. Quiet is kept. Um, last three months have been, uh, it's been discovery. It's been, it's been enlightening, enlightening, enlightening. It's been eye-opening. How about that? You know, I will say this. <laughs> Sometimes we are so worried about what one person thinks about us, we let that change what we feel about ourselves. Like, and I know that sounds, that sounds really, I know probably young people listening, like, how could you let one person change your viewpoint on you? I don't know. I mean, it, it does happen though. And, you know, hopefully you never feel it, you know. But it does happen sometimes. So just be mindful of that. Remember who you are. You know, young people, even old people, you know, just because somebody don't like you, somebody's yuck might be somebody's yum. And that's real talk. Like, you know, just make sure you loving on yourself. Make sure you taking care of yourself. And I care about you. I love you. All right. I want nothing but the best for you. Good things. All good things. Um, this ran a little long. And so I'm, I'm going to say the, I'm going to say the, um, the BTP for later. Also, just this got nothing to do with nothing. But pancakes are garbage. I know that's that that's just really <laughs> randomly throwing it. I'm just thinking like how many times if okay, this hot second. If you go to IHOP, right, and they say like you can have unlimited pancakes for three extra dollars. Some people get the unlimited pancakes. I never do, because realistically, how many pancakes are you gonna eat? Like what? If if pancakes is the only thing you eat. You might eat, I'm say four, and that's kind of stretching. If I got eggs, bacon, some other type of meat, hash brown, dude, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe two, and that's pushing it because no one likes pancakes. So what I'm saying is, getting the unlimited pancakes, unless you're homeless, is exercise if you tell you, because you can't even heat up pancakes again. They soak up the the syrup, 
and it's become mush. Like, really, who he's so? Okay, I digress. Anyway, I love y'all, man. Be good. Be good to each other. And um, I'll talk to you later. Peace.